Welcome to another episode of New York Giant Cast. It's really hot in England. I don't know what it's like in America, but I'm sweating sat here. How are you, Jamie? Yeah, mate, I'm all right. I'm quite cool today. I think you've got it worse than I have. It's hot, but I think you're uh, struggling a little bit, aren't you? Um, but yeah, no, hey, feeling Beaver. good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> mate, hey, has killed you off, hasn't it? Um, but no, feeling good. I'm feeling that like each week we do one of these. The season's growing closer and closer. Like, I was talking to um, you the other day about, what is it, next month's pre-season? Like, it's, no, not next month, but, you know, nearly not far till pre-season now. It's getting closer. Yeah, it definitely is, and... Obviously, like like I said, we do a podcast once a week, maybe once every two weeks, depending on if I'm out drinking or if you're out doing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it does. Like, I think last time we were, we did one, it's probably about two months till preseason now. It's like a month and a half, Sunday. Like, it's yeah. getting so close now. And then once preseason hits, then it's a month away from the season starting. Play three games in August, then you've got like two weeks till the season starts. Yeah, it's just, it's just going to come right around the corner. And you know, hopefully we have another good season, but there is part of me still that understands that second season syndrome is a thing, and I'm sure we'll get into that more as we get closer to the season. But second season syndrome, stop it! No, we're not. Uh, no, always, negativity maybe maybe one team that doesn't get affected by that. Every team gets affected by that, mate. This is not the second season. Like, stop it! All right, we are the New York Giants, and things are going positivity. I don't oh, no, want your negativity hay fever coming onto this podcast, mate. We 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 are <laughs> smashing it next year. We've got the number two quarterback in the league, and even I don't I think what is it? Mike some Michael Parsons today or someone someone said that Hertz and um, Daniel Jones are the same. So basically, Parsons, yeah. he's saying that we've got the number one quarterback in the league, then right? So in the NFC, so um, yeah, mate, it's uh, good. I like I like what we said a minute ago. You're seeing the boys train. You're seeing the the repping the kits off with some nice sunglasses today, aren't they? Like um. Yeah, it's good. Giants look happy. We're looking in a good place. Two minutes in and I've already put a down on it. <laughs> yeah, mate, you've changed. I'm sorry, you American do a listener. Anyone that's listening, hay fever boy, can't str- struggling in the heat, and he, you know, he's struggling. What I will say, just based on the last episode when we covered the NFC East, that was our highest um, audience since you started coming on, Jamie. Just oh, there you go. See, they, I didn't want to put that in the chat early in the WhatsApp because I wanted to say on air just to give you a surprise, but yeah. That was our highest uh, listened one since you started coming on. So we're getting somewhere. We're making progress. I think obviously it helps coming through the season now um, as, as we get closer to the season starting. I think obviously more people are going to get engaged and stuff yep. like that. But I think you'll agree with me that, that they get better each week. It's not by our own trumpets, but I think it's just you get used to, you know, being on a podcast, I guess. Yeah, mate. We're understanding each other. And yeah, mate, it's... um. I'm loving it. Getting really, really excited, and more we talk, and like, like I said, we've got. I think we've done some new things this week, and um, people are getting to know us, and yeah, it's a good stuff. Really looking forward to doing more when the season gets closer and closer, and you know, game reviews, game previews, mate. Absolutely buzzing for the season ahead. Perfect. Right, let's start. But we have got some questions. We did a put out a thing on Twitter, and I put it in like some Twitter group chats that I'm in. So I'm, I'm gonna have to scroll back and try and find them shortly. But let's start with. The training camp that the Giants announced. Obviously, you can get free tickets if you live in America. We don't, so we won't be going. But um, <laughs> get some flights, yeah. mate. Um, training camp. I mean, they don't do it over here. I mean, they do like an. I don't know if Norwich do it, but Mill do like an open training day where you can meet the players, stuff like that. But I'm guessing for a fan out there, it must be good to see all the rookies come through because it's obviously a massive change in squad. You know, they're not going to go in depth in too much, just in case there's potential little scouts there or something like that. You know, certain other teams operators are there sitting watching. But 
I'm guessing that'll be a good thing for the play- fans to see, you know, what players um, are where and, you know, what we're trying a lot of and sort of how, does, how the, it's going to look basically come game day. I'm at 100%. Like, I, if I was there, I'd be going to as many as I possibly could, obviously, when we get the free time. Um, but for me, Norwich do do it as well. Norwich do have the other 3J. Um, you can go up there and watch them. Um, never been actually to one. Or might have been to one. No, I haven't been to one actually recently. I've done one a few years ago. Um, but yeah, if um, I think for a fan, you've got to go and see them, right? You've got to go and see the new rookies. And judging by what I've been reading and what I've seen, actually clips as well, they look bright. They look... Um, He'd probably be better than I expected, to be fair. Um, I think their vibe around the camp is just so happy. Such a positive team. Um, I love what Dave was doing around the place. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's exciting, right? You've got to be... If we train them, the fans are learning all the schemes that they're playing and Danny Dimes is throwing the ball like we know he can. The rookies look elite. Um, yeah, that's hopefully this training camp can go on to pre-season games and go on to the new season. What about you? Have you watched any of it, seen any of it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you see stuff come through on Twitter and stuff like that. And yeah. Obviously, they look like they're in good shape and they're buzzing for next season. I think, obviously, like we've mentioned before, coming off a good season, you're always going to go into pre-season next year with a buzz. Um, I'm sure Dayball will have them working hard over the off-season to take the uh, to take the next step up and forward, which will be to go one step further in the playoffs. And I think, to be fair, even if we didn't go one step further in the playoffs, if if we built a core that, you know, you could see that it was still getting better, I think that would be a success. It's in, I mean, it's, it's hard to determine what would be a success and a failure by the fine margins. Obviously, a failure would be not making the playoffs and a success would be getting to the Super Bowl. To the Super Bowl. Okay. But there would be like little things, you know, you could get to the same round next year, but still see it as a failure depending on, on what happens. So, um yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, so what what for you would be a failure then? So your failure would literally be just missing out on the playoffs, right? Yeah, I think if we, if we don't make the playoffs then yeah, it's a massive step backwards. And but also if we made the same round, if we got to the divisional round again and lost, but yeah. you know, the, the camp was really bad and players were were ready to leave next year and maybe Dave was getting headhunted and he was prepared to to leave and if it if it come across like that, or someone got a long term injury, like say Daniel Jones gets injured in the wild card rounds and he's out for like he's done like his ACL and he's out for like six seven months, that'd be a failure of a season. Um, yeah. Or if you know if we go and spe- like ruin our cap space trying to sign a load load of veterans before the the deadline, just to get to that far and then lose them and waste a load of cap space and then next year we still got we no money, so that would be a failure again as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So obviously. Look, if DJ gets injured, it's a failure for a bad season. But we kind of just take it on the chin, right? We've got we're not. Yeah, yeah. Like, there are there are going to be failures of a season where you know you actually physically can't help it. If your quarterback gets injured, quarterback yeah. gets injured, but it's still a failure of a season, whatever whatever way you look at it. But who are you looking at before the season starts? And who who would you be kind of disappointed to lose to in the playoffs? Because I kind of feel like it's not many teams except Philly that I'll be apart from them. Obviously, I'd hate losing to Philly, but. The rest of the teams, I don't think there's a great bunch in there this year. I might be wrong, but 49ers maybe, but I don't think there's many others. It's it's so hard to call because we just don't. I Like we said last week, I think the Eagles are going to win our division, which basically means we're going to the wild card. And then it's just where are we going to fit? Where do we finish in the top? You know, lot. are we going to be near the bottom of that remaining teams? Or are we going to be near the top and get a home game? Yep. 
it's it's really hard to tell. Um, I think I think the, the the reality is is if you make the playoffs, you're a good team. You know, you don't get into you very rarely get into the playoffs and be a bad team. You know, you could. Oh yeah, we've the, done it before, haven't we? We'll not ask yeah, them like the last you year, can, like, but, but you're still not a terrible team. You're still better than a load of teams that didn't make the playoffs. You're, right, you're, yeah, you're not awful. You're not like the Chicago Bears last year. <laughs> um, so you know, there's still, no matter who you play, you're going to put up a fight. Unless, and you know, we're not at the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Eagles level yet, where they can just blow out teams. And I, I, I don't think we will do that next year. I don't think we'll beat a team by more than ten points next year. But next I think we'll... the Chicago Bears there, right? Justin Fields has been a bit mugged off there, any by you? I don't know, coming at him. Well, you can't coming finish at him hot. <laughs> three and fourteen or whatever it is, and expect to get praise. I, I know he has trouble yeah. with his offensive line and stuff like that. But Daniel Jones had that, and no one took his back. Apart from the, obviously the Giants fans, but and even some of the Giants fans didn't. So I, mean, I love it when you quarterback, have quarterback explains for everything. Yeah. Mm. I think I think you need hate even more often, mate. Literally, just <laughs> saying how it is. Justin Fields has been slagged off. It's the whole Chicago Bears franchise. I mean, I can understand Philly, but yeah. What's, well, what's I, next? I, you know, if, if we if we finish three and fourteen last year, people would be calling for Daniel Jones to have gone like before he got the contract extension. People were saying, I'll get rid of him. He's not worth the money. Yeah. You know, bring in Tyrod Taylor. He's, he's amazing. He's the best thing since I spoke. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, they, they yeah, would. And that, I mean, I remember when we... we um, who did we lose to? I think we went... It was when we went two and two and people were calling for Tyrod Taylor to come in. Yeah, they were. We lost yeah, to Dallas. Really I can't remember who else we lost to on the... Uh, to make it... Or it went like three and two or something like that. But we lost another game and everyone was calling for Daniel Jones's head. Um, you know, but that's, I think that's just a lot of court. That's why they pay money. There, it's there. I'm not saying they're the only reason teams win games and lose games, but they are a large portion of why a team will win or lose a game. You got a good quarterback, you give you you're in the playoffs. Yeah, man. regardless of what. I mean, I mean, good. I don't mean just like you know, good. I mean like a very, very good quarterback, and you're in the playoffs regardless of what you've got around you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes could have got in the playoffs with that Chicago Bears team. Yeah, yeah, man, I agree, and I think like. No, I know Chiefs won the playoffs, but I won the whole Super Bowl. But you look at that team and take Mahomes out; they ain't special. That, that ain't a special unit there. If, but I think Mahomes is just both. He's... Yeah, I mean they've got some good players, but yeah, it's like you said, it, it's it nothing... ain't amazing, is it? I don't think how many no. of them players, apart from Kelsey, like on the wide receiving unit. I don't think I'd want many of theirs. Like Tony's, we've had him. He's can. I was about to say him. Yeah. <laughs> like Juju Smith-Schuster, he's he's a he's past it. He's not that great. Like. So yeah, it's just the way that Mahomes and Kelsey run that team, isn't it? and the and the um, what's his name? And well, the front line and who's the bloody head coach? Oh, Smith is it? No, Danny Reid. That's it. Yeah, how he just does runs that team, isn't it? He's a very good head coach, and I know it's probably easy for him or easy for him, something like Mahomes, but I I think he could do it at another team without Mahomes. Definitely, I think he's a very yeah. good. I think he's a very good head coach, mm-hmm. um, and we saw that when they. He took Mahomes out for a bit of the game, didn't he? Um, and he managed it very well just to sort of get him over the line until Mahomes' ankle was fine again. It wasn't long. I think it was only like a couple of snaps, but, you know, still, people, I've seen people say that he's only good because of Mahomes. So, um, But he's not, yeah. is he? Let's be honest. He, he could do it with any club and I think. I love Brian Dable, but I'd have if someone said Andy Reid's coming in, I'd be like, sorry, Dabes. Would you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm a massive fan. Like, and it hurts me to say because I think Dave done a brilliant job last year, and someone's probably going to agree on me for this anyway. But I just think what Andy Reid's done, 
Imagine him with Daniel Jones. I'm not sure about this comment. I think the people listening are going to be dubious. Yeah, you've, you've done the last couple of weeks on this podcast, mate. You've said a few bold predictions. Well, I, I say it how it is. I say it how I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to beat around the bush. You know, mate. look, don't get me wrong. I love Brian Dale to bits. But it, it's like, you know, I would take Patrick Mahomes over Daniel Jones. If Patrick Mahomes turned around and went, I'm going to the Giants next year, I'd be like, all right, see that Daniel Jones. Much I love him. He's gone. Same with any no no player in our team is the best player in or staff is the best player or in their position in the league. So there's always going to be someone that is better than you, and I would happily take over you. I mean, right. don't get me wrong. What, like, what if, Saquon Barkley, Barkley. If, if Saquon Barkley could stay fit, but I'd take Christian McCaffrey over him. Yeah, probably too. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll give you McCaffrey. I, I just that's like it. Christian McCaffrey. That's, that's more it. That's consistent. it. There's no one else. There's no one else. Barkley's more. Yeah, Barkley's more explosive than Christian McCaffrey, but Christian McCaffrey can do it over a 17-game season. Barkley's sort of faded out to the end of last. Yeah, I know. I, I'll give you that. That's that's a fair one. I'm glad yeah. you. No, we're not. We're not, we're not saying else. Brian Dable's a bad head coach. I'm not saying that. I love Brian Dable. <laughs> I think he's an amazing head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Record. I'm just saying that if Andy Reid tomorrow turned around and went, I'm going to come, I want to come to the Giants with Patrick Mahomes, I would say, see you later, Daniel. See you later, Brian. Thanks for everything. But the reality is, them two would get us to a Super Bowl. All right. Well, fair enough. Listeners, let us know. Let us know in the, when you listen. Let us know what you think. I'm going to stick with Dave. Anyone that says that they don't want Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes is, is absolutely lying. No, I want Mahomes, but I, I think I'd stick with Dave over Andy Reid. I, I, I would stick with him. Oh, I don't know. I, I just think that, that that chemistry there where you have would literally guarantee you in the Super Bowl next year. Yeah, but... Because with the day bowl and it's yeah, all a new set up. It's DJ all a new set Who's to say DJ and Andy really going to get along, you know? DJ might not click with him. Where we currently see that Dable and Andy Dable and, Andy, Dable and DJ have something good. So, yeah. I'm sticking sure. with Dable. Jamie Dable, you know, Harry fucking Andy Reid. They can go and do their bits, but we've got this giant fans. You know you're sticking with me. No. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> I, I, I want Brian Dable to stay. I, I'm not saying he's a bad head coach. I think he's an amazing head coach. I'm just saying there are better people in that role. And I, I think, to be fair, I think this year will, will truly test how good Brian Dable is a head coach. Yeah, I think sure. it's very easy to come in on a first year when your team was so bad. And don't get me wrong, he done he done wonders, but it was an easier job because of how bad we were the year before. So all he had to do was get a couple more wins. And this year, it's all about not only solidifying where we were, but going to that next step and making us more of a threat to teams. I feel like a lot of teams come to us last year, didn't really know what to expect because under new head coach, no one really thought we were any good. So teams maybe took it a bit easier against us. This year, no, teams, know, teams know what the Giants are about. And I think Brian Day will, will succeed. I, I am... Cautious. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, we're going to win the division and we're going to piss through the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl and beat Mahomes 48 0 in the Super Bowl." <laughs> but I, I am optimistic that Brian Dable is the right man for the job. Which is, I know you're trying to get people to agree on me for saying about Andy Reid, <laughs> but I do think Brian Dable is the right man for the job. But I do think this season will naturally just be harder. I like it would be for any head coach. No, I like it. I, I see where you're coming from, and I do think you're spot on there with these comments. I feel like, that hole back up that I dug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can skid out of it, mate. But the, the listeners know that you've um you got yourself in trouble there. Um, but yeah, no, I do agree with your comments. But we he does need to prove it. Um, we had no pressure last year. Um, but this year we have. 
I think a lot of people like us, we expect us to be what nine and eight, ten and ten and seven, or whatever. We expect to be in the positives, and we expect to be qualifying for the playoffs quite confidently. So, if he doesn't succeed with that, then yeah, he's going to be under a little bit of pressure for sure. And with especially the team we've got, especially if we keep Barkley, and you've got DJ, you've got Waller, you've got Ballinger. You've got yeah, Slayton. We've got we've got a good strong team there, especially with um, Thibodeau and defense and everything. So yeah, there is pressure on his shoulders. I get that, but I I don't know Randy Reid. Yeah, boy. <laughs> right, let's. Um, we've got quite a few questions. So I might do I might do a couple of questions now, then get into the preseason games, and then go back to some more questions. Go on. Then. Um, I've just lost them. Give me two seconds. Uh, I know what the first one is. Go on. I know what the first one is already. So obviously. The MetLife turf has changed. Do we think that is going to be a problem for any of our players? Because we know how injury prone we've been at the MetLife. Yep. Is the change of pitch a change of fortune? <laughs> that was one of the questions. I love that question. I think it will be. I can't. I think this is the thing that we've needed for a long time. I think it was the reason why half our players did get injured because of the dodgy ground we had. Um, but now having it redone to the correct way. I think the fortunes change for us. I don't think we'll have many injuries at home. I think there'll be games where we go away and we play on um, some dodgy grounds, dodgy away grounds, and we might struggle a little bit. But fingers crossed, touch wood, whatever you want to do, I'm pretty optimistic that, yeah, our fortunes are going to change at home. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't look into too much of, like, pitches and stuff like that. I know, obviously, the better the pitch, the better... Of course, yeah, yeah. So it's going to prevent injuries, but at the same time, the same amount of players for their team, your position team, are playing on the same pitch, so it's everyone's got an equal chance in terms of, you know, I used to think as a kid that like if you made your home pitch like really good, you would like excel and be really good. But then if obviously you play away and you've had a bad pitch, then you're going to struggle, and that's when you pick up more injuries. So I think they've they've made the right decision by changing it because I think like the ACL history at this team has been a joke for the last few years. Yeah. Um, you think of people like Sterling Shepard who potentially without ACLs we don't know how good he would have been you know he still can reach a, a decent height but I feel like his ceiling has definitely dropped based on the obviously the ACL and, and just like any player would you get an ACL injury you're out for like ha- half a season at least you're going to be um, your, your ceiling is going to drop and your potential is going to drop but yeah it'd be it'd be interesting to see the change and you know if we get into week one and someone's ACL goes I think like someone might burn down the turf. Yeah, I think we'll have to, won't we? We'll have to get rid of it, bring it all back, and then um, go back. <laughs> as this as, was yeah, a, imagine, this... imagine it being Shepherd. Sorry, Sterling, mate. Sorry to shout out Sterling, but if you injure your ACL, mate, on this pitch, well, yeah, it's not looking good for you, brother. Not looking good. This was a good question, actually. Um, so, obviously, we know we're about the Barkley saga, but Barkley hasn't signed yet. Um, and everyone's thought, yeah, on. Do you think that because Darren Waller has signed, we now have two very good tight ends in Danny Ballinger and Darren Waller? That I can't hear you, mate. Can you not hear me? No, you've, you've gone away a little bit. Oh, yeah. There you go, I can hear you now. Oh, I don't know what happened there. But let me try that one again. So, second question. I'm trying to find the handle, but I've lost the question again. Okay, anyway, right. Saquon Barkley obviously has not signed the contract. He's up in the air. No one seems to know what Saquon Barkley is going to be doing next year. At one point, I thought he was a giant. At one point, I, I, I thought he was gone. Yeah, this person asked, but based on the sign of Darren Waller and how key he's going to be next year, 
We also have Daniel Bellinger. We've also brought in some very good wide receivers. Do you believe that the scheme fit the scheme has changed in the sense that we're going to play the passing game a lot more, meaning Barkley snaps will be reduced, which is why he's holding off on signing. Yeah, I do. I agree. I agree. Great question. And yeah, I do. I think um, I had the discussion with a mate of mine actually last week and I said that we're changing up a little bit the way we play and that could be part of the reason. Um, and I think it was yourself actually that mentioned a few weeks ago that we've been sharing a few things with the um, the rookie running back on social media. So I think everybody knows that we're going to be passing it a lot more um, and looking at pre-season as well, not pre-season, sorry, um, looking at Waller and Bellinger in training. They look like they're getting a lot of snaps coming to them. Um, I think Barkley needs reassurance and I'm not sure the Giants are giving him that and that's why we don't want to pay him the money because he's not going to be out on that pitch all the time. He's going to probably do one, maybe two downs. <clears throat> We're not going to run all the time. Yes, we could play a bit of play action for him and I think that might suit him as well. Um, but he's not going to be as efficient as he has been the last season. Um, yeah, so I think that has got a big part to play. Um, but if I'm him and I'm a Giants, I'm not, I love Barkley to bits, but I'm not making him the highest paid running back or whatever he wants. I think there's a, there's a ceiling to what we need to offer him and that's it. And if he doesn't, you know, yeah, we're just going to have to move on and, you know, he's he could be a phenomenal running back for any team, but I don't think we need to pay over the odds and ruin our salary cap first, like you mentioned earlier for the next few seasons. What about yourself? Yeah, it's a tough one because <laughs> like you said, I, I love Barkley to bits. I think he's an amazing running back. I'd argue he's probably the second best running back in the league. Um, and, and it will hurt to see him sign for a new team. No doubt about that. Definitely, but yeah. The, the situation we're in where we don't have a lot of money in terms of cap space, we are trying to... We are still in a rebuilding phase. Whether people want to think that, that or not, we are technically still... We're in the first... Going into the second season of the Brian Dable and Jerry Shane era. So... We are still rebuilding and we just can't afford to play, pay players, you know, big money based on their position. And, yeah. and that's 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 the harsh reality of it. Look what happened with James Bradbury last year. Cornerback, probably our best cornerback we had. Had to get rid of him because the, the financially just didn't work. Goes to the Eagles, smashes it up for the Eagles. And obviously we lost a good player, but financially we couldn't do it. And if we had done it, maybe... We wouldn't have been able to get some other players and, and rookies and stuff like that. So we are still building for a few seasons at time. And if that means Saquon Barkley has to leave and we have to go to try and search for a, a cheaper option <laughs> running back, then and so be it. I, th- I think the Dan Waller signing, I didn't even think about this until this person asked the question. Um, but yeah, the Dan Waller signing, I mean, if you're a running back and you've now got two very good tight ends, we signed Isaiah Hodgins and I can't remember the other wide receiver. We signed, so we're signing a lot of players. That it means that Daniel Jones is going to pass a lot more. We're also giving Daniel Jones a, a very, very nice contract. Now you're not going to pay a quarterback that if you're just going to use your running back all game. Definitely, yeah. So, if yeah, Barkley for me, goes... I, think, I think Barkley goes. I, I, I'm sort of coming to the terms. That I think Barkley will walk because I just don't think he's going to accept what the Giants are going to offer him. Now, I. Like I, I was on this podcast a few weeks back and I was saying he's definitely staying, he's definitely staying. And I still believe he'll stay, but part of me now is kind of slowly thinking, okay, maybe he will leave, maybe he wants more money, maybe he's going to be offered more money at a certain club that'll make him, you know, running back one, make it all about him. Um, but 
Look, we can wait and see. I think what well, question I've got for you though, Harry, is what do you think if Barkley goes, would, would that knock us down? Would you say we'd be happy with just to get to playoffs without Barkley or are you still ambitious and say we should be reaching playoffs without Barkley, etc.? Where would you be? Um, I think we should be aiming the same. I think <laughs> what we're paying down, what is it, 12 million a year? So Yeah, something like that, yeah. It's basically, that's basically Barkley's salary there. So it, it depends how good down one of us. I know Titans obviously, you know, are basically in and out of the games. We might not use them for a little while and then we may use them for a lot of snaps. But if we're paying down one of that kind of money, then I think we're expecting big things. I mean, we've also got Daniel Bellinger as well at tight end, who I think is going to go slightly under the radar because of potentially how good down one could be. But I think we've got two very good tight ends. So I don't think it will affect our chances too much. I think what could happen is if if he goes for an NFC team, we could regret because I think he'll run us ragged. Um, yeah. If he plays against us, um, yeah. Obviously, look, if you lose a very good player for your team, you are you are going to feel the effects of it. But your your job as the GM and the head coach and all the staff around it is to you don't have to actively replace that one player in that position. But what you need to do is get players that make up for missing that player. Um, I think that's oh, the one yeah. key thing that. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I feel it. I feel what you're saying. Oh, I thought you were funny. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I can hear you. Mate. Yeah, no, because I, I like, and it works in like English football. Like, you know, you sell your, you sell your one of your centre mids for you know a record transfer fee, and everyone thinks you need to go buy another centre mid for that exact money. Well, no. If you buy a centre mid for half that price, who's not going to be as good? But then you buy a left back where you struggled last year, and a, a right winger where you struggled last year. Now you've got three players of. Two of them have vastly improved the positions you were weak, and you've still got someone in the midfield that's still going to be okay. You've made your team stronger, and I feel like that's the situation with Barkley. We're not going to go out and get a running back that's going to be on Barkley's level because, apart from Christian McCaffrey, you're downgrading. And, yes, you know, you we're are, not going to go are. out and pick a top 10 running back. We're going to go for someone either that's got experience or is on a cheap contract. So, difficult one, isn't it? Because if we lose him with. I know we're in the building situation, but we're still continuing to build. Where we're not really putting the jigsaw together, you know. You take out Barkley, okay. Now you need to go and build another bit of the jigsaw. Where currently you've got DJ Barkley, Waller, Bellinger, Slayton, you know, Hodgson's. You've got in like the offensive line. You get a building. You get in the whole offensive package, and then you lose Barkley. Okay, now you need to go and find another running back. Like I'd love to keep him, but are the Giants prepared to offer the money he wants? Probably not. If we, if you pay Barkley that money, you're kind of expecting, all right, Super Bowl ring in the next three or four years, aren't you? That's what you're saying. You're basically getting, you've got to be close to winning the Super Bowl. And are we that close to winning the Super Bowl even with Barkley and all that? Yeah, we're probably a few seasons away, personally. Um, yeah. How much I'd like to say it, I think we are just a few seasons off. We're not on Scum's level yet. Hopefully we'll reach that level, but yeah, I, I don't. Sorry, mate. Until you've I don't think you can aim for a you have to win your division. That's the bread and butter of it because if you don't win your division when there's already a team better than you before you can even get to the Super Bowl. Um, and I know you can beat teams on the road in the playoffs, etc. And, you know, teams that haven't won their division have won the playoffs. That does happen. Yeah, we've done that before. I mean, we've done it before. Yeah, but, the, um... I, the idea of it is if you win your division, you know, you should get far enough. Um, but, yeah. Barkley's a, a tricky one. I think every Giants fan will be sad to see him go, but at the same time, some of us may be happy that we've not paid out all that money um, to a player that clearly, yeah. not being horrible, clearly isn't as committed as maybe everyone thought. 
Yeah, and it's next man up, mate. You know, next man. Up. If we're Barclays injured for a season, it's next man up. We've, we're used to it, you know. So if, if he goes, he goes. I'm, I've got faith in um, the backboard and all that um, to go and find people. So yeah, I think we just um, accept whatever the Giants do and make the right decision. If we lose him, we lose him. If we keep him, you know, whatever happens, I think the fans will over the year be quite happy with all their decision. Perfect. And then I'll do one more question and we'll go back to pre-season. This next question is quite a uh, good one, actually. What is the one game you fear, but at the same time you look forward to next year? It cannot be a divisional team. Ooh, I'll, start, I'll start because I already know mine because I already looked at this. Go Mine's on. the Buffalo Bills. I'll tell you why it's Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, obviously a very good team, which is the reason you uh, we would fear them. Josh Allen's obviously an amazing quarterback. They have a good team. Um, and they, you know they're going to probably be up there again. And whether they make, I don't think they'll make the Super Bowl just because they've got the Chiefs and Bengals on their side. But you know if they were on our side, they'd probably make the Super Bowl. The reason I, I love and I want to play the Buffalo Bills is when we picked Daniel Jones over Josh Allen in that draft. I want Daniel Jones to beat him and it to make it <laughs> look. I know we're not we're not saying that Daniel Jones is better than Josh Allen because he beat him in a one-off game, but it would just be so nice to be like, yeah, we beat. Josh, we beat Josh Allen's Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah, I just don't. I don't like Buffalo either. I don't like them in the Jets. Outside of our division, obviously Jets is an obvious, obvious reason. New York rivals and Buffalo claim they're the only New York team, despite being called Buffalo. So, yeah, no, I like the answer, mate. I think mine would be. You said just divisional games, except yeah. So yeah, no divisional games. Oh, I'll go because I think the Jets was a game that I've always looked forward to, and I think now they've got Rogers. Um, you know, I think they've got Source Gardner, Rogers. They're building a really strong foundation. And for me, they're one of the favourites to go close to winning the Super Bowl this year. Probably, I'm not saying they're in a stronger position than us, but they're not far off. I think they're built for a, a deep run. I think they've improved every year. Um, so for me, this season would be them. I'd love to beat them, especially, I think we play them quite early. I think we play in the middle of November, late November. So the kind of middle of the season, um, Rogers, I love. He's probably one of my favourite quarterbacks ever, um, beside Manning. And I'm not looking forward to seeing him in a Jets shirt. But if Danny Dimes can beat him again, like he did at Wem- Wembley, uh, um, Tottenham, Tottenham, you know, um, yeah, that's a game I'm looking forward to this season quite a lot, actually. And the only thing I was going to say, obviously, you said you don't know, think the Jets could get to the Super Bowl. They've got the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills on their side, so you know. I, I know. That's, I that's mean, to be, if they get it, there, then they're winning it because if they beat all of them, then they're going to win I think it. they're just built really strong. I think their defense is the best in the league, really, nearly, in my opinion. I think they've just got well, Source Gardner for me is the <clears throat> the best in the league. I think he's unreal talent. <clears throat> I think if you build, I think that one of their players did just get injured for the season, and I've not for life me remembered he was one of their starters. That's going to be a big blow for them. But you've got Rogers. And you've got Source Gardner, and you've got a few others on the wide receiver. You've got a decent running game as well, if you can implement it. Like, however, I hate to say it, I don't want them to do well to a degree. No, but they I are think, strong. I do think the New York teams are there to, you know, have a good run this year. Both New of York, us, New York not, not Buffalo, because they fucking not even a New York team, and they yeah. chat them. Which is why I wanted to beat them. Okay, well, yep, let's no, get on. I love it. Let's get on to preseason. We've got three games. We're in all three, mate. Jets are included, who we did play last year and, and lost final game. So we, we, we start with we start the Lions and play the Panthers and then the Jets. Obviously, preseason is about 
getting minutes, getting snaps under your belt, especially for the rookies. Probably won't see much of like the key players, such as like Dan Jones, Darren Waller. They'll probably play very restricted minutes um, just to stop injuries and stuff. What would be, um, I guess it's just a question more than actually talking about the three teams. What would be one thing you'd be looking for in the preseason games? Um, well, obviously we're talking about Barkley going. So for me, it's about seeing a new rookie running backs. Is it Gray? Is that what his name is? Yeah, Eric Gray, yeah. Yeah, so I want to see Eric Gray. I want to see him come out. I know, like you said, everyone's going to be playing, kind of getting some minutes on the board. Sometimes he might be playing against absolute Muppets, but it would still be good to see him on the pitch, showing what he's got, how he even works in implementing the scheme, like I mentioned earlier, showing what we're going to do. Are we going to throw it quite a lot? Are we going to try and run it a fair few bit and put people off thinking that we are going to throw it? Um, so, for me, in pre-season, he's the person that I'm looking forward to seeing the most. Gray and seeing how it, Eric Gray and seeing how we implement him, really. Um, I'm also looking to see, like you said, how Bellinger um, can do. Because I think, obviously, like you mentioned earlier, Waller's going to be the main man. But Bellinger's going to go under the radar um, and he can get a few minutes and he can prove that he's going to be up there. He can, he's going to want to want to play just as much as Waller is. Like He did well for us last season. I think a lot of people were surprised at how well he did. So, yeah. They'd be the two for me that I'm wanting to watch out for. And if we can keep it tight, the game's not, you know, I don't expect high-scoring games in pre-season. But, yeah, Gray and um, Bellinger for me pre-season is what I'm kind of looking forward to. What about yourself? Yeah, I, you know, considering we've been talking about Barkley a lot, the running back didn't even cross my mind. The main thing for me is, you know, last year, obviously, with the blitz that uh, Wink Martindale likes to play in defence. Yeah. Um, and I always, I always like that that game plan but it obviously does leave you exposed in sort of the long and long mid kind of game um mm-hmm. if you don't get out quick enough and if you don't shut down quick enough at the quarterback so i'd like i'd like to see us get a high and quicker press on the quarterback if we can um i, I think sometimes in games we were i think quarterbacks were quite good at working out where we're going to go quite quickly and and gave themselves a bit of time so i'd like to see us I think we're a good defensive team, but just step it up a little bit, put a bit more pressure on the quarterback a bit quicker. Um, and also, you know, I think the main thing is obviously seeing, you know, how good they are these rookies. I mean, coming up from college, I know it's such a cliche thing to say because everyone does and they go through the draft, but seeing how good they are and, you know, like you said, Eric Gray is going to be, I mean, if Barkley does go, he's got a massive op- opportunity to be running back one. Because exactly, mate. Yeah, that's what I'm Matt saying. Matt Breed is a good running back, but you know he's nothing on Barkley and Eric Gray needs. If he get can get one or two good games and get an early, maybe gets an early touchdown in one of the two games, then all of a sudden everyone is rooting for Eric Gray and his confidence goes up. And all of a sudden we have a rookie on our hands on a very small contract that's you know doing Barkley numbers. I think yeah. that's pushing it to the extreme, but um, you know that's that's this is what preseason is all about. I think. I think we've actually got a good mix of games based on opposition. I think the Lions are, you know, they're a good up and coming team, a bit like us. So I think they're on the sort of same level as us. Literally are, mate. Yeah, they're exactly yeah. the same level. They mate, seem to have, like, you know, good head coach, good team core players now. You know, struggled for a few years. They seem to be back on the up. We're playing the Panthers, who, you know, we beat last year. And I think, if I'm not being horrible to them, I think they might be back down near the bottom again. Next year, I can't see them getting into the playoffs. And then we play the Jets, who, like you said, have, have strengthened very well this year. And if, if they were on the NFC, they're probably a, a guarantee to get to at least, you know, divisional round, if not conference final in the playoffs. Yeah. So, I think we've got a good mix of opposition now. And 
I think it'd be a good test. Knowing us, we'll probably lose the Panthers and beat the Jets and Lions. And, you know, the preseason would be nothing to go off because we've, we've lost to the worst out of three. Do you, do you ever care about preseason? No, do you ever like, I know the you're results, Giants uh, fans, but are you worried about results? Because I never really worry if we're going to lose, to be honest with you. I just want to no. see some good performances. I, I don't, I don't care too much. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. If we lose, like I said, forty-eight nil or something stupid like that, I'll be like, "What's happened here?" <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll watch the game, but yeah, there won't be sort of like you know, I won't be getting over like over the top if we go and win, and you know, it'll just be. It's more that we get the we start to see how we're going to play next year, and you'll see it as each game goes on. I think you won't see it too much in the Lions game, but by the Jets game, you'll probably see it, get a clearer image of what we're trying and what we're trying to do. Um, for next season so yeah for me it's more about you know seeing the progress from last season being put into pre-season and developing you always want to see the key players like Dan Waller the newbies come in and do well so yeah the results for me look be perfect go away come out pre-season with 3-0 but at the same time it's not the end of the world as long as we don't get battered um, then I guess that isn't a problem but at the same time I don't want us to win massively either because then that sort of naturally you're just going to think that we're such an amazing team, and that minute we do lose that first game is going to hurt like a ton of bricks. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Um, <clears throat> like you've pretty much just summed up there, mate. As long as we don't get too many injuries, no injuries in preseason. We play, we go to Dallas, um, and we well, sorry, no, Dallas come to us, don't we? We play Dallas, and then yeah, start the season off with a bang, confidence buying from preseason. We beat them. It's going to be a good season, right? We've got this. Yeah, I think so. We'll finish up on one final question that was in the group chat. Go on, um, from one of the Twitter bods. And it was, where is it? The Giants make the playoffs in the wildcard round away. Which team do you want to play? And you have to be realistic. They didn't put this, but you can't be turning around and saying, like, the Chicago Bears away. So, you know, who would you want to play away from home in the playoffs first round? Good question. Um, to be honest, that division looks quite open, doesn't it? I'll I, I take Minnesota again, to be honest. I think, <laughs> I know it sounds, I don't I don't know if they'd win, I don't know if they'll be there again, but someone like that would be good. Who else have we got? We've got that division. Um, trying to think who else we'd take. I'd take anyone out of that Saints-Bucks division. Yeah, that's a good shout. Because I just um, don't think any of them, because obviously one of them's going to win the division, but they're not going to win Confident, no. so we could end up like, one of them, and that'd be nice. I think the Saints. I think the Saints win that division um, this year, personally. So I think we got them. So what the other division we got the Saints. We got the Packers division. What's the other one I'm missing off? Who are we forgetting? Uh, Packers division, Saints. Is it the Seahawks? Us, oh, yeah, Seahawks division. So yeah, we don't want the 49ers but I think everybody else in that, even the Seahawks. I, I, to be honest, I take the Seahawks. I think they've got a good, strong wide receiver crop this year. But I just don't really rate um, Gino, so I take playing Gino. Um, so we win the division. I want to play. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Anybody in that Saints division, to be honest, I think we'll take any of them. But if we yeah. couldn't have them, then I go Seattle Seahawks. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I was going to go to Saints division. I think that's it. Probably come back to bite us. They'll probably one of them will beat us in the wild card round, but. Um... Yeah, I think that's probably the weakest of all the NFC divisions. So you have to fancy yourself in that division, yeah. in that kind of game. So I think yeah. I don't want the don't want the Lions because I think, like you said, they are similar, and I think they're running up, and we struggled against them a little bit last season. So I wouldn't want to play them. 
the Bears, well, I know that you love the Bears, as you said earlier. You're a big Justin Fields fan, aren't you? Um, <laughs> so you wouldn't want to play them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think the only team you don't want to play, you don't want to play anyone like the 49ers because I think they're still strong. Yeah, no. You wouldn't want someone like the Cowboys. Yeah, but Cowboys, yeah, the Cowboys are most. I, know, I, I just think a divisional, playing a team in your division in the playoffs is just a horrible feeling. I it think it'd be nice to have a more, you'd want a more relaxed game in the first round. Yeah, no, I agree. I think anybody from that Saints division, so Saints, the Falcons are no good, you know, the Bucks are no good. Um, the, the Panthers, Panthers are that. So, I mean, I think the Saints but, win that quite comfortably. To be I think they win in it. I think they win, but I think they go into the players with a losing record still. Do you think so? Yeah, I, I think it's that bad in the division that mm. they could easily just all beat each other and then lose like every every other game outside the NFC, whatever. <laughs> That's a fair shout, Harris. Fair shout, man. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on again, mate. No problem at all, mate. Looking forward to recording another one next week or whatever. Yeah, see you soon, mate. And thanks right. for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take it easy.